Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. Welcome back to The Missing Piece, everybody. I'm here with Angie. What's up, Angie? Not much. What's Not up? Much? Well, today, let's talk about how to make the, the fitness lifestyle super easy. Oh. Yeah, how about that? And so... Last time we talked a little bit more about how to make it easy from sort of an identity standpoint where it's like, man, when you, when you, this is truly just becomes part of your second nature, it, it's easy to make decisions that are in alignment with who you want to become. But that being said, there's also sort of a tactical and logistical side to that, which means that you have to make it, you have to make the right choice, the path of the least resistance, right? So in, in, in long story short, how do you make it easiest to get to the gym consistently? How do you make it so that you can get food to your plate in the amounts that you want to eat at the time you said you were going to eat it? How do we do all this while still keeping bandwidth for the rest of our lives and not um, and not obsessing over it? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, cool. Uh, before we get started, guys, make sure you go over to missingpeacepodcast.com. Join our free Facebook group. We do all sorts of trainings every single week. Um, also on missingpeacepodcast.com, a bunch of free resources. Angie's meal prep in a flash guide. My dude's guide to cutting makes losing body fat extremely simple. We have an at-home strength training guide. I mean, just all sorts of stuff. Weekend nutrition blueprint. Head on over there, missingpeacepodcast.com. And of course, leave us a review if you found this podcast helpful. All right. So we're talking into systemizing and automating. And I think that's not, it's not always what people picture. A lot of times people picture automation as, um, I don't know, like, like there's some sort of technology involved. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's an automated phone call or an automated email, or automated reminder or this or that, but also automated bill, automated bill pay. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, but it's not, I mean, that's not necessarily what we mean. When we talk about systemizing and automating, what we're talking about is how to make it as easy as possible to make the decision that most aligns with your goal, right? And so with health and fitness, that usually comes down to working out. And more importantly, it comes down to nutrition. And I think that's where most people fall short. So let's just go nutrition heavy on this. How do you make it easiest to get the food from the grocery store to your plate? What do you think, Ange? How do you make it the easiest? Yeah. You buy stuff that you're, uh, you like to eat and that is easy to make for you. Even if you're a terrible cook, buy stuff you can actually make and enjoy or a rotisserie chicken or it. lunch meat. I love it. So it starts with a plan, right? Yeah. A plan around what you like to eat yes. and what you're good at making to ensure the food is palatable that you will want to eat it. Yes. And I think that's so key. And I think the biggest point where people get hung up there, like just quick tip, everybody's like either A, things they need to make recipes or B, they're like, oh, I just need all this variety. And then you look at it, you're like, then they get into it. And you're like, oh no, I eat the same six to eight things over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. So, we, and if you listen to a lot of stuff out there, it yeah. actually says your body prefers similar foods day to day for yeah. homeostasis. Yeah. Like, 
And so, yeah, exactly right. So it's so like you might think it's boring, but your body likes it. Yep. And you probably don't think it's boring. You're just telling yourself you think it's boring. Um, True. Yeah. And so, so what you want to do then is say, hey, all right. So what are these foods that are palatable, or I know how to make palatable, easy, and how can I just make it a systematic process? to make it as simple as possible to eat these foods, you know? And so, so many times we get thinking, we get to think of cooking as like a really grand production, just a a huge production, right? Um, with like all sorts of pots, simmering stuff on the stove in a dash. Full day event. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) A full day event, busting out the old recipe book. Uh, and it's like, dude, it doesn't go to shop for 30 random ingredients that you'll use two times. Yes, exactly. Right. So we talk about systemizing. We're looking at like, Hey, what are the, what are the things we can make, you know, that we, we can tolerate like, man, this, uh, I can get excited about this food over and over again. And then once you kind of know that systemizing, it means paring it down. So there's less waste and the less waste of time, less waste of, um, of money and less waste of ingredients. Right. Right. So simplifying essentially. And that's the systemization is I just like just to use an example. We eat a ton of chicken breast in our house. Right. Cause high in protein, low in fat and very diverse. You can flavor it any way you want. The system for me to make five pounds of chicken breast is so ridiculously simple. It's so simple, guys. It's, it's go to the store, get it, bring it home, dump it in an Instant Pot. Check out my recipe on YouTube. Salt it, <laughs> coat it with vinegar, and hit the button. Next thing you know, you have pounds and pounds of delicious um. Shredded, shredded chicken. Shredded chicken that I can then put into a glass Tupperware and heat the exact amount I want whenever I'm ready and flavor it exactly how I want. And I think that's, people are probably listening and be like, well, it sounds boring. He's just eating plain shredded chicken. And here's what we're saying. Like when it comes to not using all your money on ingredients, yeah, right? Yeah. And, you know, still making it palatable and enjoyable. That's what we are. Like sauces herbs, spices, like this is where you start to create more variety with your simple ingredients. So like that shredded chicken, sometimes I do it with buffalo sauce and a little bolt house ranch, mix that together, serve it with some jasmine rice, maybe some coleslaw mix, a little blue cheese on top. So I'm taking all these different flavor options and texture options to make that chicken more interesting throughout the week. But that's easy. None of that requires prep besides throwing the chicken in the Instant Pot. That's it. It's the easiest way to prep food ever. And then it's like, if you want to put that together with other foods, it's like, I mean, literally you can look at your fridge and be like, boom, there's a, there's a couple of glasswares of prep protein, whether it's that shredded chicken we just mentioned, whether ground turkey, ground turkey, ground beef, you know, whatever it is. And then there's a couple of glasswares of some sort of starch, right? Whether it's steamed sweet potatoes, jasmine, rice, carrots, carrots. Yep. Just boom. And then maybe another one. With some with some veggies, right? Like some chopped peppers in, um, or shredded lettuce, or like whatever the case is. And it's like you systemize. You learn how to get from the grocery store to that point, which is actually where a lot of people fail. A lot of people know how to go to the store and buy chicken and buy vegetables and buy things, and then they go bad in their fridge because either they cook the absolute shit out of the chicken breast and dry it out. Or they never get around to chopping the vegetables or whatever the case is. So creating a system around getting it from the store to, you know, kind of broken down and as close to 
edible as possible, creating a system around that makes it very, very easy to make the right decision. Right. So, you know what I mean? Your, and your system could be, even if you don't have an Instant Pot or you still think that you're that terrible of a cook that you couldn't use an Instant Pot, a lot of these grocery stores will grill your chicken right there for you. Yeah. So let that be your system. Or like I said, get the rotisserie chicken or the pre-cooked, um, like frozen chicken tenders or breasts. Like there's yeah. so many options mm-hmm. to make it easy. But like you said, people get home and then they kind of stall in their yeah. tracks because they don't know what to do. Yeah. And so it's like you just create that system and you're going to be good to go. So it's like you start with a, I mean, start with a plan, kind of know what you're going to eat and when. And what amounts? And if you're like, what should that plan look like? We always say, hey, start with protein. What are two to three proteins mm-hmm. you could have on rotation? So that could be your first plan. Yep. What are you going to eat? Um, you know, start with how many meals a day you even want to eat. Some people are three. Some people are five. Some people are two. Like, it doesn't matter. But start there and just be like, oh, I eat around this time. So what, what, as Andy just said, what protein can I build that meal around? And is it going to be a protein that I have to have put energy into prepping like chicken right. or will it be a protein like Greek yogurt and all I got to do is bring it with me? Yeah. So it's, it, yes, exactly right. And so you have the plan, then you create the systems to enact the plan. And the more and more you execute those systems, the more efficient they get, the less wasted time and energy and ingredients and money there is. And pretty soon it gets to be automated. And automated just means it's automatic for you. It's a habit. It's a behavior. It's as natural as brushing your teeth or tying your shoe. You just don't have to think about it. You just don't have to think about it. If we see that our chicken's getting low or our ground meat's getting low, we Mm -hmm. just go to the store and we throw more in the Instant Pot. It's so easy. Yeah. And we, and, and we kind of know that like we're going to grocery shop on the weekend and we're going to grocery shop on Wednesday. And if you are like, okay, well, that sounds good for them. I still don't want to just eat like that. Here's the thing. Most of the time during the week, we are all eating like that, right? We all live busy lives. We work, we have kids, we do activities or whatever. You can make your variety part, your more interesting part on the weekend, like plan to go out and have your Thai food on Saturday night or plan to go out and have your pizza. But the thing is that way, then you're not bringing all those ingredients home to the house. Like let someone else do it for you and then yeah, I makes know. it easy. I know you're just trying to be helpful, but if somebody said that to me, I just don't want to eat like that, I'd be like, fine, then just continue on feeling the way you feel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because because it's not that big of a deal and you're making it a big deal and you're giving yourself an opt out like, oh, that's boring and I can't do that and I need variety and, and you're just giving yourself an excuse to not try. Like if we're being real, that's what people are saying when they say that. Okay. Well, and I knew you'd call me out, but I guess more what I'm trying to say, if you do want something that's more, that takes more time commitment to make or has more ingredients save to do it when you have more time and you can enjoy it like on a Saturday or go out to eat for it that's more what I mean yeah and and I'm not I'm not saying like oh my god all I ever eat is chicken breast all I'm saying is I'm a grown-ass adult and I can make choices you know we're grown-ass adults that know that we need protein in our diet because it's the most important nutrient and we all need micronutrients vitamins and minerals so yeah yeah, i'm gonna put some veggies in there yeah so i'm a grown-ass adult who's gonna make it as easy as possible to get to to get that base level health stuff taken care of i'm not saying i don't enjoy anything you know i'm just saying that i create systems to get as much of that sustenance in as possible and i don't use food as a way to numb out on life yeah. Because could you imagine if somebody said, like, that's a good I, way to put it. Yeah. If, like, if I, if somebody's like, I just need, like, I just can't eat that way. Like, I need blah, blah, blah every day. Could you imagine if somebody said that about alcohol? 
Sorry. Could you imagine if I just said, hey, life wouldn't be worth living if I couldn't have three martinis every day? You'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? But when people say, I just can't live without like whatever it is. My pastries at breakfast. Yeah. And you're like, okay. So really like you, you can't live without that. You can't just make a decision some days. You know what I mean? To make choices that are more in line with a goal. And it's just, it's a cop out. It's a reason not to try because, because you're looking at this as what you're saying is, Oh my gosh, people from the other side, if you're new to the game or whatever, they see it as like, oh my God, I can never have a pastry again. That's what he's saying. And that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I'm creating habits that mostly fuel me with foods that are going to make me feel good, that are going to be in alignment with my goals. And then I have pastries and pancakes and pizza and alcohol. I have those in, in environments where I'm really, really going to enjoy them and use them for what they are, which is sort of like a celebration, a celebratory, nostalgic, nostalgic culture, whatever it is, cultural type situation, mm-hmm. right? But on Tuesday morning, when I'm just working, I don't need a martini or a croissant. <laughs> right. Um, and so it's just, uh, I feel like I need to make that disclaimer because, because it's so, so many times people say, oh, I just, I can't live without blah, blah, blah. And you're like, dude, come on. First of all, we're not even asking you to live without it. (laughs) B, you should really evaluate, you know, how important that thing is to you. Well, do you ever chuckle when someone, people say it to me, they're like, well, you just don't get it because you're not a foodie. And I'm like, of course, we're all foodies. I'm like, how do you think I got into this? Right? Like, but I feel like foodie is kind of an excuse just to eat like an a-hole sometimes. (laughs) Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I that don't used know. to be my excuse, at least. I'm like, oh, I'm a foodie. I have to have all these things. But it was more just, I wasn't mindful. Like, I didn't even know before I got into this, just like tracking in general. I'm like, I didn't even know that some of these things could be 800 calories like an almond croissant. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I guess foodie is, I think it's just like anything else in life. It's it's literally just like anything else. Like you can celebrate and have amazing food and just enjoy the shit out of the experience. But if you're like, I cannot make it one Tuesday night without without, without fig jam and brie cheese, like, dude, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like if, if that's the choice, right? Because you know that that thing is like a thousand calories, which you know is going to make you overweight and you're like, screw it. Like if I can't have fig jam and brie on a croissant, or, uh, you um, know, in a pace, like, like I just can't even do it. You're like, okay, like cool. But at least now you know your priorities. Yeah. And, and, it, and, it, and it looks really, really silly from the outside, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and maybe I more meant like people think that we don't enjoy anything like that because we're in this industry. And I'm like, well, that's actually the opposite. We enjoy it even more now because we attach it with an experience. And we know that most yeah. of our food too is just to fuel us. That's it. Like, yeah, it's. And align with our goals of how we want to feel. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just... I should not have said anything because I think you could do a whole episode on it. No, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. No, in a good way, in I think you way, really could. Just, like, you bring out really good questions for people to think about when it comes to, like, your food and your relationship with why you're having it, the environment you're having it in, who you're sharing it with. Yeah. And I know we're talking about systems and automation, so we could just... Get back to that. Yeah, get back to that. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I guess if you want to have like um, 
you know, homemade pasta and bolognese every night. Let's, let's just create a system around that. <laughs> so you can get up at 4 a.m. and start simmering your tomatoes. And, uh, you know, you can, the point is, if that's what you want to eat every single day, create a system around it so that you can enjoy it and so that you can, uh, enjoy it and have more mental bandwidth for other stuff too. Yeah. Like, right. That's the point. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do just want to say, you know, as far as being a, f- a foodie or whatever, I'm not anti-enjoying life. I want people to know that. Like, I'm not robotic. And I think that's the point you're trying to make. If people say that about us, they're like, oh, you guys are so robotic. Like, you're so disciplined. You do all that. And it's like, well, no, that's actually not true. But what has happened is we made a conscious choice. Like, I've made a conscious choice. I'm like, dude, I do love pizza. I do. But it doesn't make me feel great. And it's really hard to stay lean while I eat pizza all the time. So I just save it for special occasions. Dude, I love beer. I love beer. You love beer. I love beer. But guess what, guys? There's more important things in my life. And I love chocolate chip cookies. You know? And you love chocolate. And, yeah. And so there's there's ways around it. And I think the best way to kind of handle... But I love feeling full from my food, too. Yeah, exactly right. So it's just what it, what it comes down to is, is being able to make the conscious trade-off. And I think that's kind of what you were getting at. It's kind of what I was getting at, too, is, is looking at something and not being like, man, I have to have that because you don't. But looking at like, hey, this is this is the choice on one hand. This is the result. This is the other choice. This is the result of that that choice. And ultimately being able to make that in a very conscious way and not in the rhetorical like and people ask this all the time because I, I ask people all the time they're like hey, I did this, this or I want to do this, and this. I'm like, cool. Like, was it worth it? I'm talking about my coaching class. And it's not like it's not meant to be rhetorical. Where you go like, no, it wasn't worth it. I won't do it again. No, I'm, I'm literally asking you if it was worth it. Because if it was, if you were like, dude, I wanted to drink 10 drinks at my best friend's wedding. Good. I'm glad it was worth it. I hope you enjoyed it. Honestly, I do. And if you were like, you know what? No, it wasn't because I was super hungover and I didn't, I, I didn't, I don't really remember most of it and I'm just not going to do that anymore. I'm like, cool. Okay. That's, that's cool too. But the choice isn't mine to make. Right. All we want to do is help you educate or help you make those choices from an objective standpoint. Yeah. So, all right, cool. You got to run Ange. That's cool. Hopefully this was helpful for you guys. And Sorry. I got good. a call to do. All good. All good. We will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>